Hey, 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 welcome back. Happy Sunday, my friends. It's been a whole week since we've been able to hang out, and I'm glad that you're back. Uh, today, you are going to want to get something to write with, a pen, a pencil, a glitter pen, whatever you have, um, a crayon if you're a mom and <laughs> you uh, have, you know, you're like me and you're looking all over the house for a pen, but all you can find is the yellow crayon. You know, not the red one, not the black one, but the yellow one. Um, I've been there a hundred times. So whatever you have there that you can write down some notes, take down <clears throat> anything that may resonate because today is going to be a special episode. It's actually not going to be our typical mindset training, daily practices, stories, etc. Today, I'm actually going to talk to you about a really big chapter of my life that I think a lot of people can relate to. The reason why a lot of people can relate to this is that this issue is on the rise. It's growing in numbers. Statistics are off the charts. And it's something that if not you, but maybe somebody that you care about or that you love, a family member or a friend might be going through. And um, I think that just having some basic knowledge around this and a little basic understanding can go a long way. So first and foremost, I want to start by saying I am not a medical doctor and by no means am I sharing medical information as as though I'm trying to be a doctor. I am specifically sharing knowledge and wisdom based on personal experience. So anything that we talk about in this episode, if it, it intrigues you or a light bulb goes off, Feel free to do more research. In fact, I recommend it. And then also, you know, bring the topic to your doctor or your medical provider. Because again, I'm not here to claim anything medical. Just sharing my story in hopes that it will touch somebody, the right person, and impact their life forever. So what the topic is, is autoimmune disease. We're going to talk about what is it what it could look like. I'm going to talk about my three conditions specifically. And the reason why I want to do this today is because, like I said, this issue is just, it's growing every year. There are more and more people that are diagnosed or awaiting a diagnosis of an autoimmune condition. And there are different environmental factors and things that contribute to autoimmune diseases um, or autoimmune disease rather, to come about in someone's life. So I'm just going to give you some basic knowledge and experience that I've, um, you know, had myself and then some, some pointers. So <clears throat> you're going to have to forgive me today if I restarted this episode as many times as I needed to, to like clear my throat, <laughs> uh, we'd be here all day. I honestly, I just have been having so much fun with my kids and just been really loud and dancing and so on. And we're like losing our voices. We honestly had like the best night, uh, the other night we were listening to the same song over and over and over and over and over and over belting it out. Um, and apparently my vocal cords are pretty soft because they are fading quickly and I just feel like I keep needing to clear my throat. So anyway, Okay, so let's dive in. So autoimmune disease, what is it? Autoimmune disease is essentially a condition and there are more and more um, types of autoimmune diseases coming about every single day, if not every day, 
every at very like every month because there are just new conditions that come about that you know are you know more rare or whatever it's just on the rise so essentially autoimmune disease is when your body attacks itself so there it's a condition in which your own body is attacking itself and so that could be a really frustrating place to be because it doesn't make any sense that your body would be affecting its own self and its own environment, right? And I remember when I first learned what autoimmune disease was, because before I had one, I didn't even know what it was. It was a very violating feeling to think like, wow, my own body like can't even get it together enough to not attack itself. You know, that's weird. What's wrong with me? Um, but really at the end of the day, a lot of times it's just environmental factors that come about in your life. And I can't even really tell you what they are. There are just so many different things that could contribute to your autoimmune disease um, to be uh, diagnosed or to be to come about. I almost like to think of it as like a light switch. So a lot of people have predisposition to have these certain conditions. Like for example, you might have the genes, you might be born with the genes for certain conditions, but then like only under certain in my environmental factors, will that gene get turned on? And then it's like, oh wow, like that's weird. I didn't have that condition when I was like 30, or like 30, but now that I'm 50, you know, I do. Wow. That's weird. Well, a lot of times different things like stress, um, a just a really stressful period in your life or a really stressful event or again like environmental factors things that maybe we can't explain can literally turn that autoimmune disease on at any time in someone's life if they're predisposed to having it does that mean that you'll always have it no it doesn't mean that um, but it seems like more and more it's happening and in my opinion it's a lot of it has to has to do with what we're putting into our bodies. Um, I'm not here to debate uh, some of the things that I'm referring to, but more specifically, the food that we're eating. There's a lot of genetic modification of food that takes place. The food that our ancestors were eating years and years and years ago is not the same food that we're eating today, unfortunately. And as much as we may think that we're eating healthy, a lot of foods have had you know, engineering done to them. And that's a whole nother topic for another day, but that's just a little insight as to what, um, what may be contributing to the rise in addition to other things that are being put into our bodies. And you can kind of do the math yourself. You can figure it out. Um, in my opinion, right? I'm not a doctor. However, the reason why I want to talk about this topic is because there was a huge portion in my journey of time that I just felt really lonely and isolated and confused because it was a time period where there was no diagnosis made. So I had no clue what was going on with me, but I knew that there was something wrong. And so I'm going to start by just sharing how I knew that there was something wrong. And this is where the pen and paper will come in handy. If you feel like you're experiencing any of these things, it might be a red flag that you may want to, you know, contact a, a doctor or a functional med medicine practitioner, or whatever aligns with your goals um, and your health health uh, plan. But some of the things that I was experiencing was that number one, one of the big ones for me was that I did not get my cycle back after I had my daughter. And what was interesting and strange is that 
even after I weaned off of breastfeeding, I didn't get my menstrual cycle back. So that was one really big indicator that there was something going on. But in addition to that, I struggled daily with debilitating fatigue. So what I mean is, is that like I would get out of bed and not an hour later, I would be ready to go back to bed. I would have a really hard time concentrating when I was having a conversation. So maybe I was at work and I was talking to someone and I just felt like I could not focus on what we were talking about. My eyes would get really heavy and kind of like bat, like when you're reading a book right before bed and you feel like you're going to fall asleep. It was that, but like at 11 in the morning, it was horrible. Um, There was even a, a period of time where I felt like I couldn't make a sentence. Like I would try to say something, but the wrong words would come out or I would slur my words, which was actually really scary. I remember one specific time um, that I, it was like about a couple months after I had my daughter and I was back to work and I called my husband and I started crying and I told him, I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like when I was talking to my customer today, cause at the time I was, uh, working in sales at an eyeglass doctor, um, facility type place. And I called him and I was like, I slurred my words like four times and I, I don't know why. And There were other times when I knew that there was something that I wanted to say, but it wouldn't come out. I couldn't come up with the word. Um, That's called, you know, cloudy brain or whatever. And then there were some more really, like, incredibly difficult digestive issues. So, for example, um, you know, inconsistencies with my bathroom schedule there was a lot of bloating and discomfort. Like I would literally look like I was pregnant every night when I went to sleep, no matter how much or how little I ate, no matter how clean I ate. My stomach was just extremely distended all the time, which was a horrible, horrible feeling. Um, There was some anxiety and depression and stress. There were some skin issues. My, My hands and my, my face were just really dry all the time. There were some bumps on the back of my arms. Um, Yeah, like that's just a little bit of of my, you know, there's probably so many other symptoms out there that, oh, another good one, joint joint pain and inflammation. Those were things that I really experienced, like my hands would be really inflamed or my joints would hurt. Um, So all of these things really made me feel like I was like 90 years old every single day. And I was in my 20s, you guys, like 20s. So it was obviously... A red flag that there was something going on. And unfortunately for me, I went to many, many doctors that really just couldn't pinpoint exactly what was going on for me. Um, and that's just a really difficult part of my story just because part of me sometimes wonders where would I be today if I didn't advocate for myself. And that's something that I really, really want to point out today. And I want you to write it down. Like I will advocate for myself if a doctor tells you that there's nothing wrong, but you know in your heart that there's something is that is wrong, that you got to advocate for yourself. Not to say that the doctor doesn't have your best interest at heart. I do believe that um, some do. But at the end of the day, you know your body more than anybody. And I knew as a 23-year-old that it wasn't normal that I wasn't getting my menstrual cycle after just having a baby. Like I obviously had been able to have a baby Um, and it was a successful pregnancy and there was really nothing that I was doing that was causing that, um, 
loss it's called amenorrhea so causing the loss of my menstrual cycle um but anyway I went to several doctors that literally just told me like we're not sure you know that you're a medical mystery I mean all of these things and it was really difficult and I'm so thankful that I found the doctor that I did um he was referred to me by a friend that could tell what was going on with me because she was experiencing things similar when she was first diagnosed and with her autoimmune disease. And anyway, he was the seventh doctor that I saw and he diagnosed me in 15 minutes. He is amazing. Um, and the rest is history. So that's just a little example of what I went through and why I'm so passionate about this topic, because ever since that diagnosis, I've been working toward healing and a lot of people don't realize, but autoimmune disease is not curable. So most of them you'll live with, you know, for the rest of your life. Some can go into remission where you don't actually experience the symptoms of the condition. Um, But, you know, it's something that you're pretty much going to be dealing with for the rest of your life in some capacity. And so, um, you know, it, it, it can be really hard if you don't have a doctor that you're aligned with or you, that you feel takes you seriously and, and, and makes your con- concerns a priority. So that's one of my other recommendations is really find a doctor that you feel extremely aligned with, that you feel like takes time with you and listens to you. And one of the things that really made me feel like my doctor, my current doctor was the right fit for me is that I really genuinely felt like he looked at my life as like a puzzle and his goal was to put the pieces together and find the root cause of the problem. A lot of times today, you know, again, not saying anything bad of the medical profession, but I do feel like a lot of times band-aids are put on issues with different resources, like, you know, sometimes medication or whatever it may be when there's usually a root cause for something. And that's what I really loved about this doctor is that he really looked at me and was like, we're going to get to the root of the cause. We're going to figure out what's going on and we're going to get you fertile again. Cause my goal was ultimately to be able to have more babies. So that brings me to my diagnosis. So my personal autoimmune diagnosis is I have Hashimoto's thyroid and then I have celiac disease and I have hemochromatosis. So Hashimoto's is when your body attacks your thyroid. Um, A lot of women actually in the childbearing years will struggle either from postpartum thyroiditis or will uh, develop thyroiditis to some capacity after having kids or during pregnancy, whatever it may be. But essentially, you know, I'm sure you've heard the term hypo or hyperthyroidism. It just means that your thyroid is overactive or underactive. I was diagnosed with that in 2012 without knowing that I actually had the autoimmune condition, which is Hashimoto's, which means that my body attacks my thyroid essentially. Um, And so what's interesting about my thyroid issue is that a lot of times thyroid issues go hand in hand with gluten issues. So for those of you that don't know what celiac disease is, it's that uh, it's basically where my body is not able to break down the protein in gluten. So when I consume something that has gluten or barley or rye or any of those grains that basically are gluten or wheat, um, my body can't break it down and therefore my body actually will attack my small intestine and 
if that happens over and 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 over, what happens is there's so much damage that's done inside the lining of your intestines. So there's these little arms that are called villi and they absorb nutrients. What happens when your body attacks your intestine is that those break away and your body no longer absorbs nutrients. So what was happening to me specifically is that I was eating gluten without without realizing there was a problem. My body was attacking itself and then I wasn't absorbing enough nutrients for my body to feel like I was strong enough to get or healthy enough to get a period, which means my body didn't think I was healthy enough to get pregnant, which is actually a blessing and very, very crazy at the same time that our bodies know that. Like our bodies are meant to protect us. So me not getting pregnant during that time was a blessing because my doctor told me with how much I was deficient in certain very vital nutrients, my baby had like a very high... um you know, probability of having something wrong with its organs or its brain or whatever because of those deficiencies. So my body actually protected myself and my baby, which is, it's so cool. Bodies are so stinking cool. Um, but yeah, there's, that's what celiac disease is. So, um, my body attacks its intestine. And then the other is the hemochromatosis. So this is a little different in that it's not necessarily, an attack per se, but my body just doesn't let go of iron the way that it should. So somebody that consumes iron, a lot of times you'll, you'll, you'll get rid of that iron. My body does not, my body holds on to it. And so over time, years and years and years and years of compiling a bunch of iron in your body can lead to um, long-term issues like liver cirrhosis and cancer and some other issues. But when caught early and managed, um, you know, it's not as big of an issue. So like I said, if you want more info on any of those three conditions, be my guest, reach out to me on social media. You can email me at jynpetrofitness at gmail.com, j-y-n-p-e-t-r-o-f-i-t-n-e-s-s at gmail.com. I'd be happy to share my experience or answer any questions or point you to the right resources because my heart is just so full when I'm able to help somebody in this way because like I said, it was one of the hardest chapters of my life Um, and it's something that I deal with daily because it's a silent illness. So one thing that is like very true about a lot of autoimmune disease, not all of them, but a lot of them is that they're silent so you can't see them. And so that's why it's sometimes so isolating because you might be somebody dealing with an autoimmune disease or an undiagnosed autoimmune disease, but you still have all these responsibilities that you have to carry out throughout your day. So maybe you have to go clocking at work every day and you feel these things, but on the outside, you look healthy. On the outside, you look fine. And that is sometimes really debilitating because, um, you know, people in your life, they can't really understand or relate to what you're going through and maybe sometimes the expectations of you are unrealistic because inside maybe you're dealing with a flare-up or a ton of pain or you know anxiety in for reasons that you literally can't control Um, so my heart goes out to you if you feel these silent illnesses um, if you have them if you've been diagnosed with them if you're in the process of being diagnosed with them and I just want you to know that like I hear you I see you And I send love to you because I know how difficult it could be. 
And that's one of the other things that I wanted to share in case you aren't somebody that can really benefit from this conversation personally, but maybe you know someone, just keep in mind, kindness goes a long way. So just being nice to people, lending a helping hand, um, a smile, uh, a pat on the back, a compliment, like all these things go a long way. You never know the battles that somebody is struggling with behind closed doors underneath the surface. And a lot of times like people are struggling every day with these conditions that you cannot see. So just being kind as often as possible in, in just, uh, you know, leading with your heart and, and just being that, that good person in the lives of others, it just really pays off. It really does. Like there are times where I'm really struggling with just like whatever, you know, joint pain or fatigue or whatever. And then if somebody is like, for example, at the grocery store, like, hey, you can go in front of me or whatever, like just something so small like that sometimes is like such a godsend. So like I said, you know, doing something for somebody else, it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to cost a lot of time. Sometimes it's just one small good deed each day. It can make a huge difference in the world. Um, But anyway, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this topic is because um, there is, okay, well, first and foremost, let me just start by saying the last few years after being diagnosed with these three conditions, I have gotten into the best shape of my life. And when I say shape, I just don't, I don't just mean like my body or my weight or my muscle tone or any of that. I mean like feeling the best that I ever have when I get out of bed. And it's because I've learned so much about how to like thrive with an autoimmune disease. Like I said, you can't get rid of it. So you have to learn how to live with it. And what a lot of people do is they crumble. They, they, they pull away from the things that oftentimes will help them to heal a little bit because it's a devastating diagnosis. It's devastating when you come down with an autoimmune disease. Um, and a lot of times it, your, your motivation goes out the window and you kind of sometimes even find yourself saying, well, why me? Or why should I bother? Well, I'm here to tell you to lean in and remember that the more that you show up in your life and you do things that are really great for your body, mind, and soul, it will positively impact your day-to-day life. So a couple of things that I do to help me um, to thrive while living with autoimmune disease is number one, I try to obviously prioritize sleep to the best of my ability. I definitely do not get a solid eight eight hours every day, but I personally also don't feel like I need that. I need a good six and a half, seven hours to have like a good energized day. Um, But you know your body more than anyone. Six to eight hours a night, eight, maybe even seven to nine, you know, whatever you're able to do, you definitely want to prioritize sleep. Your body needs it. Your body's working overtime already um, with what it's dealing with on a day-to-day basis. So there's that. Number two, exercising, um, moving your body is so important, especially if you are somebody that has like joint issues, um, arthritis, you know, whatever it may be. A lot of people don't realize that when you do not use your body, a lot of times it will personify some of your, some of your, um, symptoms. And a lot of times when you do exercise, it dissipates some of your symptoms. So for me personally, um, you know, the only medication that I take for any of my autoimmune diseases is 
my thyroid medicine. I take a thyroid medication every morning and that helps to regulate my thyroid because at this point in my life, my thyroid only works 40%. So taking a hormone replacement via my doctor at this point in time is the way in which I am able to have a full functioning thyroid. But some people have Hashimoto's and they don't need medicine. My I have a family member that has Hashimoto's and does not need medicine. Or some, you know, everybody's story is a little different. That's the only medication that I use. However, the other things that I use in my life that I see as medication is food. Um, I'm going to give you one really simple, simple, simple story. Um, When I was first diagnosed with my thyroid disease, I had an ultrasound done because that's just part of the protocol. And my doctor saw a bunch of cysts on my thyroid. So obviously he um, made sure that I was using the right thyroid medicine. And then he also uh, prescribed me two to three Brazil nuts a day. So Brazil nuts are really high in selenium and um, selenium is really, really essential for your thyroid. So after having these two to three um, Brazil nuts a day for like six months, my cysts were all gone. Like it's crazy how food can also serve medicinal purposes um, if you're eating the right things and your body is able to absorb them the correct way. So all this being said, I'm super excited about this program that I've been following. Um, Those of you that have been following me for a while or that know me personally know that I'm all about health and fitness. I'm a personal trainer of over a decade um, and I've tried it all. I've tried diets. I've tried this. I've tried that. I've tried fads. I've tried it all. What I've been using since August of 2021 is a lifestyle. So it's a lifestyle change that I've been that I've been following, and it's all based on um, a really essential uh, foundation when it comes to your health. So not only are we focusing on what to eat and when to eat it, but we are making sure that we are getting all of the macronutrients into our day in the right combination. So your macronutrients are carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. And there are a lot of people that say, hey, I'm really healthy because I eat this, I eat that. I eat a banana, I ate an apple, I ate cereal, I ate um, corn, I ate that. Like, all, yeah, all of those things are very healthy. Um, but, or well, not all of them are very healthy, but a lot of them are healthier than maybe some of the other options, but they're all carbohydrates. So it's teaching you how to eat all of the macronutrients because they all play a really strong role in your body and getting your body working optimally. But the kicker is that it also incorporates some really simple, bioavailable, clean, wild source products to ensure that the the body is working optimally underneath the surface. So let me start by saying this is like the only product line that my autoimmune doctor has ever approved me to use. And the reason is, is that it's made from wild source food. So it's literally made from food. Like you look at the ingredients and you're like, oh, I know what that is. It's not just like a bunch of jargon that you're like, I have to Google this word. I've never seen it before. If you've been there, clap your hands. I think we can all (laughs) agree that we've done that. And we are like, wait, what? Like I've never heard of that word before. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I really care about what I put into my body, especially because now I see how much it really has impacted my healing journey. So Anyway, these really simple products um, are just made from food, like I said, but a lot of them contain foods that we actually don't have, um, we don't have the ability getting 
at the grocery store, the local market, things that are, you know, really high in antioxidants and superfoods and that are cold pressed and just all of these essential things when it comes to really providing the body what it needs. And then um, one of the products actually helps your body to absorb nutrients the right way. And that is hands down, you know, a really important part of really healing. And then lastly, there are some of the products in our line um, basically help to restore the gut. And I don't know if you guys know this, but most autoimmune disease is born in the gut. So many people have unhealthy guts. Um, You might hear it being called leaky gut, or um, you might have just like an imbalance of good and bad bacteria in your gut. And if your gut isn't healthy, then a lot of times that is the quote unquote environmental change that I was referring to in the beginning that causes these conditions to develop. So having a healthy gut, not just eating healthy, but having a healthy gut and managing your gut and your environment in there um, is like literally essential. So I've been become so passionate about this because I actually did this program several times. I was one of the pilot uh, people in the pilot test group. There were only 500 people in the world that were chosen to do this pilot test group. And I was one of them. I was blessed enough to be one of them. And the results have been insane. I have reduced all of my inflammation um, and just based on changing my eating in combination with these products. And I have been able to lose some weight and keep it off, overcome emotional eating. I've also been able to boost my energy levels to um, a place that is even more than before I had thyroid disease, which is absolutely crazy because anyone that has thyroid disease knows that one of the symptoms of having an underactive thyroid is like being really tired and logy and unmotivated and all those things. Like literally it's a struggle. The struggle is real when it comes to underactive thyroid. But I, despite having that, I'm still able to jump out of bed in the morning and get a workout in most days and take care of my kids and work from home and run my businesses and all these things that I'm like, oh my gosh, like I remember when I was first diagnosed and I was like, am I ever going to live a normal life again? Um, And then here I am thriving and it's like, wow, this is so cool. And I get so nerdy about it all because I feel like there's so much that you have to learn. I feel like a lot of times we think that our diagnosis or our diagnosis, how do you say it when there's more than one? Oh gosh, I'm going to make a fool of myself. Diagnoses, yeah, my diagnoses define me. You know, they don't though. Your diagnosis does not define you. You define it. You tell it who's boss. So you can choose to let it defeat you that you have an autoimmune disease or that maybe you're about to get diagnosed with one. Hang on, I need a drink. I'm sorry. Mm. Or you can decide to embrace it and allow it to make you stronger. And um, that's what I've chosen to do. Not to say that I don't have hard days, not to say that I don't have days where I'm like, this stinks and I wish I didn't have to deal with this and I wish I didn't have to go wake up at the crack of dawn and drive over an hour away to get blood work for the fourth time this year. You know, there are certain things about it that really suck if I'm being flat out about it, but it's taught me so much about my health 
and about the things that I can control in my life and what I really want to invest my time and money into. My body, my body is my home. It is the only place that I have to live. And that is why I'm so passionate about educating people on this topic because your body is your only place to live forever. You know, no one else lives there but you. And it's up to you to really advocate and heal yourself. And even if it doesn't happen overnight, just continue advocating, continue trying new things, continue um, tweaking things in your life to serve a greater purpose in your healing journey. And um, the last thing that I want to mention is find a community, connect with somebody, even if it's just one person that gets you. Because on those lonely days, sometimes it's nice to just talk to somebody and ask questions and get ideas, things that maybe you've never thought of because you haven't gone through this before. And that's completely normal. Um, So normal. And my advice to somebody that has not been diagnosed yet, but feels like there's something wrong and feels like your body's not working right, or you know in your gut and your heart that there's something not right, reach out to somebody that you look up to that is going through an autoimmune condition or something similar to you that they might be able to give you pointers and share some wisdom with you that you can apply then to your everyday life or that can help point you in the right direction to getting the help that you need from a medical provider. Don't do this alone. Don't don't sit in silence. Um, stand up and, and, and talk about it and ask questions and advocate and research and pray and all of the things because even if there's always a way through, like even if you have something or even if you're living with something, there's always a way through it. There's always a way to um, improve your quality of life. And I'm a living testament to that. Um, So in no way am I comparing my journey to anyone else's. Everybody has a different story and a different journey, but I'm confident that if you Um, get the right resources and you get the right support that you can really get yourself feeling better despite your circumstances. So if you're interested in just picking my brain, asking questions, sitting down for a little coffee chat to talk all things autoimmune, please feel free to reach out to me and email me at the email I shared before or message me right on Instagram. Um, If you are somebody that's interested in the 21-day program that I was referring to earlier that teaches you how to eat and what to eat and why you eat it and, um, you know, something that doesn't require you to cut carbs or cut food groups or anything like that, um, please reach out. I would love to share the details of that. And in the meantime, if you are not sure if you have an autoimmune disease or maybe that you could potentially be at risk to having one, one of the activities that I think that would be really beneficial for you is to sit down and just write down anything that you have been feeling that maybe isn't right. So maybe your mood, your energy level, your digestion, your bathroom habits, your um, your attitude, like because attitude is part of it. Like if you're cranky and, and you're moody and all that, and you're not quite sure why sometimes it could you know speak to some sort of imbalance going on or whatever or um maybe you're feeling like really really a lack of energy maybe you're gaining weight maybe you're losing weight maybe you're not sleeping like whatever it may be write it down and then tell your doctor so that they can point you in the right direction and get you feeling better so 
Anyway, that's all I have for you today, you guys. I know that was a lot. I know that was a lot longer of an episode than usual, but I just really felt like sharing my knowledge and, um, you know, pointing, giving you some, some resources and some pointers to get yourself in the right direction. Uh, the last thing that I want to add is if you are somebody that thinks that you might have a gluten issue, um, please feel free to reach out to me personally. I am like a gluten-free nerd. I am all about the gluten-free life. My house is completely gluten-free. I only use gluten-free products and that has changed my life as well. So I don't have time to go into that today, but I will in the future if you enough of you think that it would be beneficial and helpful to you. Thank you so much for trusting me and for being here. You mean more to me than you realize. Um, and I hope you have a great week ahead. Bye guys.